everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Boys Love Mariah. I am your host, Frankie. And I am Huey. Me, I am Huey, the elusive black butterfly. You just got all creative with it. All right. That's me. That's that. That's my new intro for this show. Okay. And it is me. I am Huey, the elusive <laughs> black butterfly. <laughs> I feel like I should be like our good friend, John Salvatore, and be like, BKA, Champagne Kisses. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> doing good. Um, I have a, a photo shoot planned. Not for myself. Um, For some other people next week and i'm kind of excited because i haven't shot in a while so um setting up some lighting trying to think of different concepts and stuff so i'm excited to get back into one of my uh you know favorite passions which is photography how are you my friend how are you um i'm good uh just been busy been working uh and trying to set some things up and, and get some other projects going and rolling um you know, I get real Beyonce about my shit, and I don't tell many people what I'm doing. I just, you know, do it. That's part um, of being the elusive black butterfly. Yes, the I'm about to get that as a tattoo. Mm. No, I'm not. Um, maybe a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a nice, you know, sharpie when I'm bored. You know, just start writing on myself. But no, um, so yeah, I'm just doing that and trying to uh get better rest and stay hydrated. Um, I've been getting back in the gym, you know, cardioing and, you know, trying to get some more core work in and take care of my body inside out. Um, getting ready to, to, you know, get back into the vegan swing of things. So enjoying my last rounds with cheese. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, just been, you know, working towards being the greatness that I have been mm. destined to be. But let's go ahead and slide into this episode because we could probably go on and on and on about how amazing and intricate our lives are. <laughs> are you insinuating that they're not? Um, I'm insinuating that mine is not. <laughs> All right. So this week we're going to be talking about Mariah's third album, Music Box. But before we get into that, Yes, before we get into that, we're going to have we're going to go into our our regular music box segment. Um I was kind of wondering when those two are going to collide and right, you know, now's the moment. <laughs> so right now we got regular our regular music box, our weekly music box segment and I will take it away. So right. I think we talked about this maybe an episode or two ago that JoJo re-released and re-recorded her first two albums. Yes. And um, one song that I've been playing kind of on repeat for the cu past couple of days is um, Homeboy, which is on her self-titled debut album. Mm. 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 Do, you, do you know Homeboy? Do you know it? I do. That is one of my The song, favorites. not Homeboy. <laughs> not the trade we were talking about earlier? <coughs> bring, bring it back. Bring it back. Get some water. Get some water. They don't know who still, they don't know who we're talking about, but I do. That's why it's funny. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been uh, I've been playing that recently. The weekend put out a new song with some guy. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he apparently is a talented producer. Um, it's called Lost in the Fire. It just came out I think last Friday. So uh, yeah, check that out. Um, another one that's kind of like a oldie but goodie. I drove from Waterbury to Rhode Island on an Uber trip. I thought you were to say you drove all night by. I mean, I drove all night by Celine Dion. I'm like, really? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I drove all night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot of Celine songs. I know like you know the hits, the hits and stuff, and some other album tracks, oh, but I don't Celine know a lot. Gave us some good. Things. I know, I know, I know. Um, I, oh my god! Remember that time Still she tried to remember that time she tried to have a you know a, a running match with uh, Aretha Franklin at the Divas Live. Mariah. And Mariah Carey stood firmly on the sidelines where she needed to be. Mm -hmm. so, what did she say? She wasn't going to participate in it. She said, "You don't need to be riffing and running with the Queen of Soul." No. Um, uh, Mariah, they're playing games. Yeah, um, but bringing it back, yeah. So I took a, it was like a two hour ride, um, because I do Uber, 
And on my way back, I said, you know what? It's going to be like a good hour and 45 minutes. Let me just listen to an old album. And so I referred, I went back to um, Britney Spears' Blackout. Mm. And a song that... Wait, Blackout. That like, was the one Give me more Radar on it. Yep, and that's... Well, the, the first time Radar was on an album. Yep, and I, that's I, the song I'm talking about now. Radar, I don't know why. Radar. Radar. She, out every time. She, <laughs> she did what she had to do on Radar. Like, just that that tempo, that vibe of that song was, like, unlike anything that was happening on radio. And the fact that it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, a real, real single until it was released... The, an album later on circus as a bonus track which right. which never made sense to me but not a lick but that's not the first time something like that has happened i think didn't beyonce like re-release dangerously in love and then had the nerve to name her album that like on her well solo? it wasn't the nerve because she wrote it um so it was her song so okay. yes yeah, she did you know we recorded solo wise and made some you know slight alterations to the arrangement entitled her debut album dangerously in love and included the song on the album because she is beyonce and she can do those things she can but i'm just saying it's not the first time something like that has been done and the fact that any destiny's child fan heard the song on survivor and was like oh she she took an old song and made it her made it her title for her debut album and kept the same song on there um it's not, you know, it's not shade. It just was one of those interesting things that I never knew of until I think like her second album came out. No, people do that. Um, I felt like they did that for Britney because I feel like Blackout didn't uh, hit the way they expected to. Mm-hmm. But they knew Radar slapped. Listen, that's that will always be <laughs> that will always be my favorite Britney album. I remember buying that shit and literally I was like, oh my god, this is like what i've been expecting an album full of fucking dance music um you know i think there's like one song that's like mid temple or whatever but there's no ballads there's no you know anything in between it was all like just play this from beginning to end and just dance your ass off and radar was one of those songs it was like the third freaking song on that album it's not my favorite song on the album but it was definitely top five i like circus because i like having circus and radar on the same body of work because then the cunt jumps out and doesn't go back in for a long time <laughs> but yeah shout out to Brit Brit um B.O.B. has a song on one of my favorite albums ever called Psychedelic Thoughts and it was kind of an album that no one really paid attention to but um I wouldn't say like 98% of that album it's a small it's a short album 98% of it is complete fire and ice and more fire and you I think because you like your stoner music, you will love this. I don't know what type of image you are attempting to paint. It's of a me. good thing we talked about stoner music when we were talking about to the end of time. Okay, my urine is clean. <laughs> my water is clear. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying you do or don't do anything. I'm just saying. I'll check it out. but yeah um so there's a song on there called uh hourglass and it's a kind of a dance r&b kind of song um because yeah he you know he does a whole bunch of things he sings does you know plays the guitar thinks the earth is he's really talented he's simple as fuck but he's really talented right right um he's always showing off his um print as well but that's a whole nother story Do we have nothing to say about that? Not a thing. All right. Um, nothing. Don't know. Don't don't know. Didn't know what he posted. I thought he. I thought he wrapped or whatever. whatever, Right. All right. (laughs) So my last one is um is from a rock band called Paris, but they spell it P V R I S because of some controversy with another band with the same name. Um, they have a song on their most recent album called Same Soul, and uh, it's kind of in the lines of like old school Paramore, but I they still have their own kind of sound. Um, but I love anything with like a female lead or whatever, so definitely check that out as well. And that wraps it up for me. Awesome sauce. So my music box, I've been playing Alessia Carr's album again, um, because it's it's really good. So um. And it's a song called Girl Next Door that I really love. 
mainly because uh, she's this is line. She says, "Um, I may not be a genius, um, just a girl with some reasons to stay plain Jane." I'm just like, that sounds like me, but just like you know, I'm a boy instead, <laughs> like, because I don't want to be fancy and and, and like, I just want to be you know just just, just want to be healy. This is. Yeah, like that's just me. So that song just like it's it's my vibe. Um, also, um, "Intuition" by Jay Nova, I've had on repeat. Um, this is a really dope song, and her album's great. I'm actually going to see her, um, soon or whenever she comes. Um, so I'm excited about that. Oh, cool! And for those of you who don't know, Jay Nova's uh the one that does the amazing Beyonce impersonation. Well, Keyonce. Oh yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yes, and just an amazing voice and, and talent. Um, Demons by Kenyon Dixon or R&B Kenny. It's a really dope song as well. That's been on repeat. Uh, hey by King. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but it's a trio. Um, three lovely ladies. And I just love the fact that it's three black women and the name of the group is King. Like It's just like ah, excellence. Right. Um, Slay Girls. It's beautiful, but they have a song called Hey, and it's just it's so dreamy and it's just beautiful. Um, and last but not least, somebody uh, people that I had on my list last week, uh, Lewis York, they have a song called I Enjoy You. Um, again, it's real jazzy and and it's just really good. And I love at the beginning, they were like, We're making new jazz standards out in this bitch, and then it just goes until I just really was like, Oh, it's just a beautiful song. Um, you know what I wish you would so, do? I wish you would just put all these songs on a playlist on Spotify so I can just follow it and so I can catch up and keep up. I will do that. Um, you can do the same. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I see what we did there. Real cute, real fancy with the technology. Super cute. And oh, Do we have a word of the week? Yes, we do. Thank you for bringing that up. Word of the week is peculiar. <laughs> Peculiar, meaning strange or odd, unusual. Strange or odd, unusual. Um, it's a time for me to use it in a sentence. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I've been thinking about you in the most peculiar way. I'll do that again. Isn't that an Ari- <clears throat> isn't that an Ariana Grande song? <clears throat> Try that one more time. I could have sworn she had a song that said the same thing, but I mean, you you would know, right? I've been thinking about <laughs> <laughs> in the most peculiar ways. I've been thinking about you. It's unbelievable. To me, but suddenly I think I'm falling in love with you. All right, see, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait until we actually like meet up and we do Mariah karaoke. Oh, oh man, people are going to go deaf because I sound horrible. Oh man, but just picture the duet, and we have to pick like the most like vocally challenging song of her. Catalog. See that would. That would be amazing to do if I still drink so I could blame it on the alcohol. What about an edible? Are you are you against those as well? I, I none of that. None of it. None of it? Sober. What about like a CD or is it what are those? C B D gummies? C B D oil? I, I don't do well I I was thinking about trying C B D oil for my anxiety because I stopped taking Zoloft. Uh-huh. Um, but not the one that would make me high. Mm. Um because I, I was using liquor and marijuana as advice to deal with things that I didn't want to deal with um, and it made life easier but harder at the same time Ooh, Chile we, uh, we, we, we could talk and, we could talk about that yeah we, we can get there but uh, yeah I, I um that's part of the reason why I stopped because I realized I was definitely using them as vices and ways to escape shit and not deal with them um, and I don't want to get back into habit and I'm pretty sure I will if I even do it recreationally so it's just best for me tonight i appreciate the fact that you know like i appreciate your self-awareness listen you gotta be because ain't nobody else gonna be aware for me 
Tell it. Tell it. But yeah, so you ready to jump into the episode episode? Yes, yes, yes. So this week we're going to be talking about Mariah's third album titled Music Box. Um, I think this is the her highest selling album. It is. Well, she has two that are certified diamond. Yes, but I think this one was like the the global phenomenon. Oh yeah, this was like I think it's pushing thirty million somewhere. I believe. Music Box, the number one album from Mariah Carey. With two hit singles, ten great songs, it just gets better. Music Box, the brand new album from Mariah Carey, out now. Alright, so... Music box was released. We gonna of course hit the facts first. Right. And then talk about feelings. So music box dropped August thirty first, nineteen ninety three, and was certified diamond by nineteen ninety seven. Wow. You pushed ten million units in four years. Of Shit. the of the same album? Of the same album. And that's only in the United States. Right. Um, which is funny because the critics wasn't really feeling this album. I adored it. And but, uh, I just happen to agree with the critics on this one. We'll talk about it. Cute. We'll talk about it. Um and I know and he, I'm not looking forward to Huey's gonna about. hate me for this episode, but he'll I will never hate you. But we'll forgive each we'll be, we'll be okay. We'll be on good terms once we get to Butterfly. <laughs> Do you watch uh Iyanla Fix My Life? I didn't I never actually watched the entire episode. I've only seen clips. She uh she had uh Althea from Love and Hip Hop on there and she was like, You might not like me and Althea was like, I don't like you now. <laughs> so I'll never hate you. <laughs> I don't like you now. But no, um uh, also of course it peaked at number one, which emotions did not do. <laughs> um you know spent eight weeks total at number one, 128 weeks, 128 weeks total on the top two hundred. Um Complex magazine ranked at number twenty nine out of the best albums of the nineties. Um so clearly it, it was it was a dope album. It was pretty good. We got four singles. Yeah. We got Dream Lover, which is one of my personal faves. I will always be in the mood to hear Dream Lover, to sing it, and potentially do it. It makes me want to skip. Listen, it makes me like... And frolic in the flowers. (laughs) Another one of those songs where you can just do any type of dance to it. You can twerk to it. You can do liturgical. You can do whatever you want. Like You can Millie Rock to it. Come on. Millie Rock. But no, I love Dream Lover. Uh, Hero, which, uh, you know, garnered her two lawsuits, both of which she won. One of which the man came back and tried to start another one. And it was like, no, we're, <laughs> we're not doing this, sir. Like, no. You know. And then some lady was like, well, I, and they was like, well, no. <laughs> and that went Mariah on. and Walter Afanasiev. I learned his name. Is that how? Is that the proper pronunciation? That's how I heard him say it. Oh, okay. See, I've, I I thought I heard Mariah or somebody say uh, Walter Afanasiev, but whatever. I I found a video because I tried. I was looking for a video where he introduced himself, and luckily I found it on the first try. And he said Afanasiev. All right, all right. We'll just call him Walter. Yes, but. I want to learn people's names. Um, <laughs> but they were like, nah, because we, we wrote this. We didn't know about your little thing that you were doing. Little thing you had going on that was cute, but we had no clue about that. We were minding our business writing this song for this movie. And then Tommy was like, uh, we're going to go ahead and use that for the album. Don't get him this shit. And bam, that's how that happened. That's how Gloria Estefan did not end up with it, and Mariah ended up with one of the premium songs in her catalog. Yeah, it really did end we up. Love be- stories. Yeah, I know, right? It really did end up becoming like one of her signature songs, and um, you know, a lot of people still, you know, rank that high in 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 her catalog. Um, 
you know, Hero isn't one of my favorite songs, but it... Because I've heard it too many times. It's, eh, I mean, yeah, but it's also, like, it's a song that I go to when I'm, like, really, really in my feelings, but, um, so I don't hate it. It's just not something I listen to all the time. In time, you'll find a way. Why? Why are we doing... And then a hero comes along. Oh man! Shout out! Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Queen Rihanna. She was giving us new music this year. I'm excited, and also as always, shout out to Queen Patty Lahell. Yes, we love you over here. Um, but yeah, back to uh, back to Music Box. Yeah. So the next single we got after a hero was without you, which was a cover of a song by Badfinger, which was then covered by Harry Nilsson, which is the one that was more popular, and then Mariah came and said, I'm gonna cover your cover, Harry, and then the day she released it, he died. And then the Did last he really? on the album. Yes. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god, I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, so sad. And then the last single release was Anytime You Need a Friend. Um, and then they included Never Forget You on the single for Without You as well. I feel like... But it wasn't like a single single. Yeah, I feel like that was because of Babyface and him just trying to, like, shove his face down our throats at that time. Um, I mean, he didn't really have to. The man is gifted. He is very um, gifted, but, um, you know, he... I want to know, did he, I got to look it up. I don't know if he produced Slipping Away. I could be wrong. It sounds like something he would produce. I don't think so, because I feel like this album was the first time they worked together, at least for her stuff. When did Every Time I Close My Eyes come out? I don't remember, but I always, I I only listened to that song from Mariah's backgrounds. I remember when I I found out it was her, I was shook. I was like, oh, that's Mariah. You didn't know that? I mean, I never paid any attention for, like, a while, and then, like, growing up, and then you get to that point where you can recognize people's voices, and, like, since she wasn't listed as a feature, it wasn't, like, in my face, but then I was like, wait, that voice sounds from, that's Mariah Carey. <laughs> exactly how that happened. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and then uh, this album also garnered her two Grammy nominations, uh, one for uh, Dream Love. Uh, Dream Lover, which she lost to I Will Always Love You for uh, Best Female Pop Vocal in 1994, which, okay, I'll take it. Um, also that year, Whitney Houston's soundtrack to her Glitter movie um, called The Bodyguard. Did that you, one did album of the year. Did you say her Glitter movie? I sure did, because they're the same, just different diva. <laughs> um... <laughs> And we can talk about it all you want to, but The Bodyguard was not a good movie. An amazing soundtrack. One of the most successful ch- soundtracks ever. It's one of my sister's favorite movies for whatever reason. <laughs> that movie's That movie is just as good as Glitter. I, we love Glitter. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many like moments that I like. I quote glitter to myself and no one understands because they didn't watch it. And I have to like. I mean, I love Glitter, too. But we're not going to sit here in front like it's a cinematic masterpiece. It's it's it was like the best n- unintentional comedy in the world. <laughs> and I would say the same thing for the bodyguard. Um, but yeah, either way, they were both nominated for worst picture at the Razzies. So take with that what you will. Um, and then the next year, ninety five, she was nominated for uh, same category for hero and lost to Cheryl Crow. All I want to do is have some fun. That, okay. The, I don't even, I have no words for that. I'm pretty sure Cheryl Crow knew she didn't deserve Wait. that. That's the same song, right? All I want to do yep. is have some fun. Yep, you hear that in every CBS, every... Um, <coughs> Walgreens, Rite Aid. Right. Well, I don't know what else y'all got down there, but any t- type of convenience store. <laughs> we don't have them down here, but Dwayne Reed... Uh, you might hear it in a Coles, maybe a Marshalls. <laughs> yeah, definitely um, a J.C. Penny, <laughs> a Macy's a commercial, a Macy's, a, a Filings. Oh if, if, if Filings are still around, 
just real quick, shout out to everybody that works in Macy's um, or JCPenney and has to endure that awful, god-awful playlist every day. Um, I, f- I know your pain. Listen. I'm still scarred by that pain. Part of the reason why I hate Christmas music is because of working in Macy's during Christmas season. Um, so bless you. Uh, Huey kids or don't nobody else care. <laughs> Oh man. So let's let's bring it back into the the climate of music, you know, around that time. Um yeah. So in 93 we had Show Me Love by Robin S. We had Insane in the in the Brain, Cypress Hill. Uh that's the, There you go. Uh that's the way love goes, Janet Jackson. We love that one. Um And I think Jayla was in that video too. Um what is love by hadaway we had another sad love song by tony braxton one of my favorite songs ever um yes so you know that was that that was the vibe that was what the vibe of the of the time right and i feel like picking dream lover as the lead single was an amazing idea the same way i feel like they've done pretty good with the lead singles um at least up to now um because dream lover was timely enough but it was still different enough to stand out yeah to pop amongst the other girls yeah it um, definitely had like a, a good mix of like being radio friendly but still having like you know an r&b uh i guess you could say like core yeah i felt like it was a good balance between um vision of love and emotions yeah definitely which is why it didn't Sore as high as Vision of Love, but it still performed better than Emotions. Mm. Like, she struck a good balance with that. Um, and it was a very good choice as a lead single and as an album opener. Um, because I felt like it set like a very uh upbeat tone for the album, although it's mostly ballads. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's only a few, there's, I think there's like what two or three up tempos. Uh, I mean, if you want to, we'll say Dream Love is a mid-tempo, so that means it's only two up-tempos. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, but it's amazing. I do want to uh, point out, uh, Do You Think of Me? I love that song dearly. Um, it does not really fit on the album, so I can see why it wasn't put on the album, but I will consider it one of my faves from that album. I, um... I've I've only listened to that song a few times, and I remember thinking that it it didn't fit as well. Um, but I also feel like she should have gave us like, you know, like an unreleased album of things because a lot of the her you know her B sides and unreleased stuff like a lot of people really love. Yes, um, and this is it's 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 a good like quiet storm song mm-hmm. to me. Like, not to be funny. <clears throat> But it reminds me of the nights when, like, I would have an asthma attack, and my mom would take me to the emergency room. We'd be driving back home at like three in the morning, and the radio would be on. That's 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 like that's like heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, it is what I was used to. Like, it was uh, oh, an asthma attack. Let's go ahead and get this up, do the raw treatment, and go home. And and if we like, if the timing was right, and she was like, it was on her spirit to be gracious. We go to McDonald's <laughs> for breakfast. Um, Can you imagine doing that now? No, <laughs> my stomach was like, "What are you doing? Why?" I ate a hash brown and then messed my Listen, stomach up. I was like, no "The last more. time I had McDonald's no was like, I think maybe two or three years ago." Um, actually, I'm lying. I did have a drunk night where I went and got a McGriddle, but I, I, it, it didn't fuck up my stomach. The last time I had like a McChicken sandwich, my stomach was twerking. Why would you do that? Um, exactly. Um, but speaking of B-sides, also shout out to Everything Fades Away, which was the B-side to Hero, which I also Yeah, liked. I like that one. Um, I feel like that kind of would have fit on the album better than Do You Think of Me? Yeah, have. yeah. But I can see why I wasn't put on the album and was relegated to a B-side. So yeah, so you want to get in, into some feelings? Feelings. Um. Okay. Um. Just ge- general things we like about the album. So 
I'm going to go ahead and give my favorite three okay, cuts. Okay, okay. Because I feel like you about to be real shady. And we're just going to go ahead and rip this band-aid off. Right okay, here, right? all right. Um, so like I said, I, I will consider Do You Think of Me as one of the tracks on the album. So that's definitely one of my faves. Um, I just love the arrangement and, and the way it sounds, the production. Um, Music Box is one of my all-time favorite songs just in general. Uh, back in the days when I actually wanted to get married and have a wedding, that was going to be my wedding song. Um, now it's just relegated to love making playlists, but I love it dearly. I love how simple it is. I love the, uh, the way she sings it. Um, I love how in general in this album, she's not really using her upper register as much. There's, Um, there's, there's, I feel like there's a mix. There's a mix of like her staying in her mid and then, you know, there's a few songs where she's just like really going there. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, it wasn't as much as her first. Right. Right. Um, which I enjoyed. Um, but I I just, I love, she just glides through music box so effortlessly. Um, it's just such a beautiful song. And then I've been thinking about you. Um, I just love it. And I said before, like a lot of her upbeats from this time period, I'm not the biggest fan of, but this one right here, I love her dearly. Um, and again, it gives me that like movie opening sequence vibe. It's just a, it's just a fun I hear song. what you hear. It, it does sound things. very 90s movie. Like, yeah, I hear it. Um, say so those are my three faves. And come on. <laughs> okay, so before I get into this, I just, I got to rip the bandaid off and since just tell Huey because I don't want to lie to him. Um, This is my least favorite Mariah album. This is my number four. <laughs> and, and I realized over time why it's the least favorite, you know, of, of mine, you know, in, within her catalog. Because I, for whatever reason, I always just put Mariah Carey's music as, like, its own. Like, it was always in its own lane. It never, it never truly, like, molded with the times, in my opinion, in the sense of, like, her albums didn't always reflect what was being, you know, what was hot and popular at the time. Like she always just made her, she always made right. music within her own lane, and you know, and she still, you know, switched it up. So, um, you know, so that's one of my favorite things about her. I feel like Music Box is her most '90s sounding album, and I feel like maybe that's the reason why I don't connect with the album as a whole. But we'll get into that when I talk about my least favorite tracks. My favorite tracks are number one being dream lover because it's dream lover why not um that song will always be groovy it's timeless you can play it whenever everyone's gonna sing to it um it's infectious the the melodies just grab your attention um it's shout outs to the emotion yes she sampled one of their songs on this uh blind alley there we go so yeah, um, so Dream Number is my number one. My second one is actually Now That I Know. And for whatever reason, I just like the piano. I like the funkiness of the song. I love the way she's singing on it because it's very, it reminds me of like, you know, like the 90s gay club kind of scene. Um, it does. I will yeah, and that's also a song that kind of makes me want to like jump around or skip around, if you will. So... <laughs> that's a that's another one I love. My last one is Without You, the cover. And just because I've listened, there's been times where I've gone to that song and just let it all out because it I've I've I feel like she always always puts her one of like some of her best performances are in her covers and she truly like makes it her own. And never, I don't think there's a cover of hers that I don't like. But, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and also, like, you can't remember, uh, well, I don't know if it was American Idol or some, like, some foreign version of American Idol where um, Homegirl was singing <laughs> Without You and everyone was like, her name is Ken Lee. That mm-hmm. was not her name, but that's what the internet called her. 
it's not ringing a bell. Oh, I gotta send it to you then, because she she didn't really know the words, so she just saying like "Can leave, buddy, buddy, without you." Uh-huh. Yeah, um, it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny, but um, everyone always sounds more pathetic. <sighs> well, there we go. Um. <laughs> you just gotta look it up it's everyone it's one of those like pop culture moments where everyone was just kind of like what is happening but it was funny um so yeah those are my three those are cute <laughs> so without you is one of my least favorite oh, tracks um because i'm not a big fan of mariah carey covers the <gasps> only ones that i like are i'll be there and bring it on the heartbreak the fuck out Other of me that i don't I don't like her singing other people's songs. You don't songs. like don't. the beautiful ones. You don't like one one oh, more I, the one more try. The beautiful ones don't count. Beautiful ones don't count. Beautiful ones don't count. You don't like open because arms. Her and Drew Hill, her and Drew Hill came and did what they had to do. Um, so I just I that was just a, a masterpiece. Um, so I guess that one I'll be there and bring it on the heartbreak. Not saying that she does them bad. I just, I don't care for her covers. She does a great job, and and it is. But I don't know. When I first heard "Without You" when I was little, I was like, "This sounds like something that an old white man should be singing." <laughs> Come to find out, old white men sing this song. You. Look so at I'm you like, being ahead of your time. Intuitive. That's so Huey. It's the past that I can see. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no. Um, so I, I just never really rocked with it, but it's not a bad song, and she did it amazingly. Um, my next least favorite, because of overexposure, is Hero. Um, lovely song, lovely lyrics, great message. I've just heard it too many times from too many people, and quite frankly, I'm tired. Who's there to save the hero? After he saves the world, <laughs> because I'm tired. I I don't want to do it no more. Um, and then my last least favorite is now that I know, because like I said, I don't like a lot of her up tempo songs around this time. Oh period. my god! But as with other albums, I don't skip any of these songs, and this is actually one of the albums where it's really hard for me to pick out these favorites. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm very hurt. I'm very that. hurt that you picked two of my favorites. <laughs> but I guess I mean you've been hurting me every album. What? So... I'm just saying. Well, like I said, we'll get together when when we get to Butterfly. <laughs> um, I feel like that's gonna cause friction. <laughs> well, no, I feel like we might. I don't know. But I feel like we both hold Butterfly in such high regard that we'll, we'll, we'll I see. Think, well, we it's gonna, you yeah, know, when, we'll when, when we get there, it's going to be hard for me to pick my least yeah. favorites, but, you know, um, yeah. you know that we'll, we'll get to that when we when we get to it. Um, so yes. my least favorite songs... All right, I'll just get them done. Number one is Music Box. And it's only because... I, you hate me. That's why it's because you hate me. You're doing this to get back at me. I don't understand no, why you don't have. No, to do it's this. definitely not. It's I've never ever had a connection with Music Box. Um, I think the way she sings is beautiful. Um, but the reason why I don't like I have my least favorites is like the reason why I don't care for the album as a whole. Um, because I feel like there the I feel like she wasn't singing with conviction on all of the songs like there's a few songs on there like we got mm. i mean if we got to talk about it, we got to talk about it anytime you need a friend she sang that song like a like she, like she was literally at church yeah you know like and it, it and that's probably the one that's most reminiscent to me at least of the last two albums because of all the gospel influence and then we got a little bit of gospel influence and in, um everything fades away too. yeah 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 um but i just felt like you know for these my least favorite songs that the conviction wasn't there and um i didn't really believe the you know what she was saying and i also didn't feel like the songwriting 
was as great as it was on emotions um emotions the album but um yeah so music box is number one my second one is i've been thinking about you (laughs) and that's simply because of what i said earlier because this is mariah's most 90s sounding album and i've always felt that she you know she was just always in her own lane um you know and even dream lover like dream lover yeah it kind of reminds you of the 90s it has that like you know a little bit of a hip-hop vibe to it um but it still didn't sound like you know other songs on the radio so um but i feel like i've been thinking about you kind of sounds like you know another song on the radio like i can kind of hear like bruno mars being heavily inspired by this kind of song and these kind of vocals on the song um so that's that and my 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 you know my last and probably least uh favorite is the last song which is all i've ever wanted oh that song (laughs) only because i feel like it was very tommy matola inspired and I mean, I feel like I feel I like, like the it. album was very Tommy Mottola. I feel like no, it don't, we're not going to don't do that to Music Box. It, it's it took me a very long time to listen to Music Box and not think of her being married to that asshole. Now that I have that song in a very good place in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit, you will not ruin this for me. Well, you will not. I will not allow it. I will not stand for it. Well. Nor sit for Well, whatever you do, you just have to accept the fact that I just gave my favorites and my least favorites. So that's how I feel about that's music fine. Box. Um, that's fine, beloved, because I know that's how you feel. <laughs> you know what? I feel like <laughs> I feel like um so blessed and like the wind could have been on music box. Um and and even yeah. that, and you don't remember like just because of like that traditional sound or whatever where it was just like strict strictly vocals and you know safe lyrics and stuff and just uh you know really good vocals i feel like you know this was one of those things but i will never understand why this is her most successful album um because it has good songs and but even the critics one, th- this wasn't critically acclaimed it wasn't but i mean it has good songs and i'm a, i'm a big ballads person so that's one of the reasons why it's one of my okay okay because i just i love ballad i love slow songs um and and i feel like it's something about the production of this album like i feel like a lot of this album is where mariah carey meets emotions it's right there in between those and it it merges those two together very well um i think that coming from emotions it gave enough of a vision i mean not a enough of a mariah carey vibe to make people like oh harken back to you know her debut album with an update is that's how i feel like it was an updated version of her first album what emotions should have been okay um yeah that's how i would say it so i think that's why it uh sold the way it did because it it tapped into it tapped into enough of her first album and and built upon it better than emotions you want to know what i think the album did great and this is always like a theory of mine but like um, you know, back in the 90s when people would have like these big monster singles and then they'd have like the, the crazy selling album afterwards. I feel like people mm-hmm. were buying albums strictly because of the singles and Dream Lover and Hero. Oh, yeah. You know, Dream Lover and Hero. Those were like, you know, big songs, uh, especially Hero, you know, like so. Well, so that I feel like that was enough because... of a reason for people to purchase this album because they already knew like, OK, this girl can sing. We already like her songs. She has number one singles like you know and and the fact that hero came out around this time and it was everywhere like of course people were buying this album yeah but then you could still buy this single individually too yeah but you know and that was when it was easier because i remember i remember 
being able to buy CD singles from the store. Oh yeah, I remember that too. I remember those days too. I remember. Um, it's just crazy. The, the kids this. will never know. Never ever you. These niggas don't know what a B side is. <laughs> they will never know. They're like, you buy the single with the it got the instrumental on it, and then the two club mixes, and if you're lucky, an actual remix that you like. Right. I will say one of my favorite things about um some of the songs on this were the remixes. Um, the club mix to Dream Lover and the one to Anytime You Need a Friend are some of my favorites. See, I don't like club mixes, so I always get Oh them. wow, so we're gonna have a, we're gonna have to butt heads once once we talk about the remixes then. <laughs> I, I do not like club mixes. Oh man. Well I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's one of those things where I don't know, I've always been a fan of up tempos, like as opposed to ballads, so I feel like that's like our number one contrast mm-hmm. is that you're a ballad guy and I didn't appreciate ballads until I got a little bit older. That's my contrast with everybody. I feel so alone. No, listen, I and I. You'll <laughs> always be somewhere outside. Nobody fucks with ballads the no, way. No, listen, I, do. I have like some of my favorite songs from my are ballads, but as a kid, I always gravitated towards anything that was up tempo, which is why I love Dream Lover and Fantasy and stuff like that. But you know, I didn't. I could never connect to. Um, you know, the ballads because I wasn't going through things at the time. So I, you know, they, they weren't my escape until I was like maybe 14 or 15. Then I really understood why, you know, majority of people's songs were about love and why people sang the way they did on them. Um, so it's, it, they weren't my escape, but they was my teacher. Yeah. And that's why I don't act crazy like half <laughs> because I learned at a young age about all of this stuff. So by the time came when it came to, for me to actually feel it, I was already familiar. I was exposed in the way that I needed to be. Yeah. So the old ones and the new ones, I I, I was just very emotionally intelligent at a very young age. <laughs> um, and I just you know that that's why I'm the way I am now. Listen, listen. Um ballads you know I, I will say the the set list of the music box tour was actually a really good set list it was a good set list and kudos to her for getting her shit together and for not singing um, any of my least favorite songs on that tour <laughs> it was a it was only like a five city tour right like don't don't even no, I'm asking. Yeah, it was like six. It was like six <laughs> shows. Because <laughs> I remember they were talking about it in the documentary. Yeah, but she was like, "Okay, we're going to do these few shows because I'm not singing all these songs very often, and and I'm sure that things were modified and keys were changed." Um, but it was good that she did that because of the whole stigma of her being a studio singer. Right. Um, but I mean, even she said it like a lot of people when they were coming up, they were coming up, you know, in clubs and, and on stages and a lot of her coming up was in the studio. Right. So that, that's where she honed her craft as opposed to on the stage. And there's something wrong with that because we know she can kill the stage. Yeah, no, I mean, but at the, you know, and arrange the hell out right. of right, and like I said, this the set list. You know, at least at the time, like these were nothing but hits. And obviously, she still, you know, she still did the songs from Music Box. She just didn't do a lot of them. And she actually, what was it? There's a video of it on YouTube of her covering "Just Be Good to Me" by the SOS band. Mm. And that's actually one of my favorite uh, covers from her as well, because she had like a kind of like a not like a masculine but like a boyish kind of look and she had like baggy clothes which is obviously complete completely different than anything we're used to seeing her in but it was a it was a cool performance so yeah anyway uh say something (laughs) (laughs) wrapping it up um with everything going on lately um i don't know if you saw there's like another lawsuit mariah has against that girl with the um you know with the bad skin and um I'm just going to say, Mariah, sue the fuck out of Stella. That's it. I don't know her. <laughs> um, 
what I have to say to Mariah is um, we're on the same page because I'm not doing this 10-year challenge either um, because I don't know what time is. We don't do her. Who, who is that? Who is she? I, I don't, I, we don't know. Don't know. <laughs> don't know. I, I don't know. But no, that uh, post that she did, uh, it warmed my spirit. It really <laughs> did. Because I'm tired of seeing y'all. Y'all just taking y'all throwback Thursday pictures. And it's like, I saw this four months Listen, ago. Listen, no one saw my thing four months ago. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But we already did this. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the photos that I've seen of you when you were younger were completely and just disgustingly adorable. Thanks. I had low self esteem and thought I was ugly. Oh um, no. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> um, yeah. So that wraps up another episode of Boys of Mariah. Where can they find you at? You guys can find me on Twitter at Frankie L. Rivera, Instagram Frankie.l.rivera photography instagram underscore box guy and snapchat frankie.rivera and always remember to listen to what about your friends every tuesday um we were late this week but there's a brand new episode up where i talk about the drama with the person that i used to be dating so check that out if you want to hear me get messy yikes oh man bless it um you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at babyhuey that's b-a-e-b-y-h-u-e-y check me out on boys love mariah i mean mm, this is boys love mariah boys love beyonce um we didn't post i guess what this will be last week but uh yeah check me out on there chapter two the web series on amazon prime kennedy the web series on youtube my episodes should be coming up soon i'm very excited to see them because uh, that was a very fun character to play. Um, and just keep it locked for other things that I'm working on. And hopefully we'll be able to bring it to fruition over the next coming months. Um, so yeah, with that being said, uh, fly away, butterflies. Fly away. Ah, ah. Butterflies. I watch Pose. Oh man, I got <laughs> Let me tell you, I watch Pose and I cry.